Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch, and I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to a simple premise that everybody and everything today is a brand. Every corporation, every product, every athlete, every celebrity, every politician, every movement, every cause is a brand. And what we do on the show is two things. Uh, first, we interview a person about their own big personal brand that breaks on Thursdays. This week, it's the BBC anchor, Caddy Kay. She's also a Morning Joe regular. You know her if you watch Morning Joe, and she's got a lot to say about a lot of things. Brilliant, brilliant woman. And on Tuesdays, which is today we're recording this, we drop uh, what we call our brand of the weeks. And these are our brands that are shaping the zeitgeist, which brands are up, which brands are down. We do it on Morning Joe now. It's called Brand Up, Brand Down on Morning Joe. We call it Brands of the Week here. Uh, and let's get right to it. Obviously, first huge brand down for Donald Trump, uh, indicted this uh, this past week on 37 counts. Uh, what had been known as the documents case, classified, is now going to be known as the nuclear secrets case. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an interesting kind of branding shift where, you know, you just say, okay, classified documents, so, you know, he withhold them, he obstructed justice, he took them. Now when you know that the degree of sensitivity of the documents, that they were nuclear secrets, it just kind of adds an extra kick, if you will, to it. And, you know, here's the other thing I also want to say about this case. One more idiot says to me, oh, well, this helps his cause. People will kind of double down. on." No, it doesn't. There's not one swing voter or one independent voter or one suburban voter who left him that's going back to him because he was indicted. That is the stupidest argument I hear from people where they go, well, you know, now his, his yeah, yes, his core, 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 core base is entrenched with him no matter what. Anybody else that is in anywhere in the kind of uh, the, the, you know, the gray zone has gone to white away from black. And there's more to come. The Georgia indictments will come. Think about the, the things that he is either being indicted for, will be indicted for, and maybe be indicted for. Okay, forget the falsifying business records. You have basically stealing, whether it's stealing, certainly keeping unlawfully nuclear secrets that put our, our uh, self-defense, our, put our national defense at risk. He will probably be indicted, almost definitely be indicted for trying to steal an election in Georgia. And he may be indicted for insurrection overthrow of the U.S. government. I, I mean... You can't be any more villainous than this. What, what what else could this guy have possibly done under the guise of dastardly things? So there you go. And no surprise, Yahoo News poll, big majority say criminal conviction is disqualifying. Almost two-thirds American, according to a U, UGov, NAS, Yahoo News UGov poll, say that it should he should not be allowed to serve a president again convict, if he's convicted of a serious crime. Amazingly, 76% of likely GOP voters, this is according to a CBS News poll, uh, say that, in, their primary concern with the indictment is it's politically motivated. Have you read the fucking indictment? Forget politically motivated. That's what's in there. Read what he did. It's not about politics. It's about what he did or didn't do. But what can I say? Those are the Republicans. Brand up for Bill Barr. He's got a couple of brand ups on the show. He came on the, uh, came on the, uh, which, which show did he do this? One of the Sunday morning shows and basically said that uh, if even half of what is laid out in this 37th, Counted federal indictment against him is true. He's toast. Um, not that we need a Bill Barr tells that, but when your ex-attorney general, a guy that stood by you, a good guy that kind of, you know, did everything but throw out the Mueller report in your favor in, in whitewashing it, um, even he is coming out and saying this is a toast for uh, our friend Donald Trump. Brandon, for Chris Christie, we love Chris Christie on the show. He's done the show. And he announced his presidential campaign last week. And the thing that was different about his campaign he basically is a Trump torpedo. He came out as opposed to every... Now, I'm not saying he's going to win, but his he will now be a prosecutor on a daily basis going after Trump as a Republican. 
And yes, there have been Republicans that have spoken out about Trump. There's been Mitt Romney. There's been people, but not like this guy. He is a bull in a china shop. Um, um, and he, you're going to see, it's going to be a voice. I certainly hope he makes the, the debate stage because seeing Christie go after Trump is going to be fun to watch. And he's going to make a difference. Just once again, having a voice out there, a prosecutorial voice that is lambasting Trump on a daily basis in the campaign certainly cannot, cannot help Donald Trump. Uh, brand up for law and order for the Democrats. You know, law and order, which has always been a Republican stalwart, national defense and law and order, uh, kind of the two bedrocks of what had been the conservative Republican Party. Um, now the Democrats can own. You know, forget that Trump wants to pardon all the rioters that tried to overthrow the government. Forget um, that he's he's taking he's taking shots at the FBI. He's taking shots at the Secret Service. Um, and forget that in the last election, the uh, Demo- the Republicans pummeled Democrats on crime, spending fifty million dollars on crime related ads. Guess what? Murder is down about 12% a year to date in more than 90 cities that have released data for 2023 compared for the same as 2022. Um, That's it. Murder's down. Double digits. Crime is not on the uptick. It's on the downtick. So you've lost it. Forget that you lost it anyway. Brand up for Juneteenth. This is a holiday that now more than half states will recognize as the official public holiday. Newest federal holiday. This is uh, what is the holiday that recognizes the end of slavery. Uh, and as it well should be a national holiday. holiday. Um, affirmative action, brand down. More Americans disapprove than approve of colleges considering race, ethnicity, and admissions decision. According to a recent Pew Research Center study poll, 50% of adults in the U.S. disapprove of students' race and ethnicities favoring into college admissions process. The poll found that 33% of people approved of colleges, and you're going to see the Supreme Court ruling on this, and you're going to see affirmative action being turned back. Uh, brand up for social conservatism. It's the highest in about a decade. More Americans this year, 38%, say they are very conservative or conservative on social issues than said so in 2022. That's 33% versus also 30% in 2021. Uh, At the same time, the percentage saying their social views are very liberal or liberal has dipped to 29% from 34% in each of the past two years. Interesting. So the country is getting more conservative. Not conservative in the way that Donald Trump says he's conservative because that's not conservative. That's that's a different lane. I don't even know what you call it. Wackadoo lane. Um, brand down for American morals. Americans view of the state of moral value hits an all-time low. Maybe that's why there's a rise in conservatism. A Gallup poll released Friday, released Friday found a majority of Americans rate the overall state of moral values in this country today as poor for the first time in 22 years. Gallup has been polling the question. 54% of respondents answering poor includes 74% of Republicans 51% of independents, and 38% of Democrats. The biggest shift over the last year came from independents, 44% of whom said the moral values was poor in this country. The state of moral values was poor as of 2022. Uh, brand down for Lululemon. This is a big brand down. They fired employees who intervened in a robbery. The CEO came out. The re- this basically was a robbery. This was caught on tape. And of course, their policy is, and I, as well should be to keep all their employees safe, is you do not engage with people if they're trying to steal. You get out of the way. And here you have um, some employees that knowingly, quote, according to the president, Calvin McDonald, CEO McDonald, broke the policy, engaged with the thieves, throttling them out the store. Here they tried to stop a robbery and they're getting fired because they broke public policy. Now, the policy is the right policy. 
You should not, you should, employees should know you don't engage. But these were some brave employees. By the way, they don't own the store. They weren't trying to protect their own money. They were trying to protect company money. And here they are getting fired. That's fucked up. Give them their jobs back. That's a huge brand down to Lululemon. Brand down for tipping. Well, brand up for tipping. I don't know how you live with it. A barrage of tipping requests with employees often inches away is increasing social pressure and even pushing some customers to give less. 66% have a negative view about tipping and 32% they're annoyed about tip screens. A new bank rate survey says 65% say they always tip servers down from 73%. It is an interesting thing. You used to write a tip. Now they, you know that they're there with a the little machine in front of you. You're deciding, you know, I'm a good tipper. I believe this is where people make their money. So I don't have an issue with it. But I could see people who are awkward, who maybe don't believe in as, as robust tipping, feeling that they kind of have to do it now as the server is standing there. Uh, and that could backfire a little bit. But I say tip, tip big, tip often. This is the way these people, this is the way servers make their living. Uh, brand up for the 10 biggest companies in America. This is not by Mac market cap. This is by revenue. Actually, dollars of business they do. Fortune released their list of the top 10 biggest U.S. companies. First is Walmart with $600 billion in revenue last year. Let that sink in. $600 billion, two-thirds of a trillion of revenue. Amazon generated half a billion. I mean, a half a trillion, $514 billion. Exxon was next with $413 billion, followed by Apple, United Health Group, CVS, Berkshire Hathaway, Alphabet, which is Google, McKesson, the medical supplies company, and Chevron. These companies, all the smallest one, Chevron, did a quarter of a trillion dollars in business. That's not market. That's not what a company's worth. That's what they're actually doing in business. So there you go. Brand out for public companies, ironically, coming off of this. America has lost half their public companies since the 1990s. The count of publicly listed companies trading in the U.S. exchange has fallen substantially from its peak in 1996. Back then, the number exceeded 8,000 companies. Today, the count has dropped by more than 50% to just 3,700. That's interesting. It's not that America has half as many companies 30 years ago. It's that companies are increasingly staying private, largely outside the scrutiny of the public eye. And speaking of public companies, this is an amazing stat, just a little off-kilter. Apple and Microsoft make up 15% of the S&P. I want to say that again. Two companies account for 15% of the S&P 500. That's, I don't know what that's doing to perception of public companies, but something, something's not right with that. Brand up for my friend Martha Stewart. I saw last week at Elio's restaurant. She's looking as beautiful as ever. She's waited in on the hotly contested remote work debate and said, look, basically possibly get everything done working three days a week in the office and two days remotely is ridiculous to say. She thinks that the end of the, the really what's going to very bad thing for the country is America going down the drain because people don't want to go back to work. I agree more. There's bullshit about working at home. There's bullshit about working two or three days a week. It's the inmates have taken over the asylum. I'm really glad I'm not running a company today. I couldn't do it because I would have a problem because I would say everybody get back to work and I would be pulling from a much smaller employee pool. But Martha Stewart's like me. She's old school. This is an amazing set. Brand up for women in the news, women in the news business. Every major U.S. news organization is now officially helmed by a woman. This is amazing. CNN announced on Friday that its chairman and CEO, Chris Lick, was leaving and being replaced temporarily or maybe permanently by Amy Intellis. Um, this is amazing. The presence of all major networks of women, Kimberly Goodwin helms ABC News, Rashida Jones has my friend at MSNBC, Rebecca Blumenstein leads NBC News, Wendy McMahon leads CBS News, and Suzanne Scott leads Fox News. Furthermore, the New York Times CEO is a woman, 
The women are currently editors-in-chief at the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, Reuters, McClatchy, and Fortune. That's incredible. That's a good thing. Women running the news business can only be a good thing. And I've talked a lot about women's superiority a lot on this on this show. Brenda for Joni Mitchell. She's making a triumphant return to stage. Joni Mitchell hasn't played a full concert for a live audience, an audience that knew she was coming, that is, more than 20 years. That changed Saturday night when the 79-year-old singer and songwriter headlined the, the Gorge Amphitheater on the banks of the Columbia in Washington State. Gotta love it. Joni Mitchell, back in concert, pushing 80. Who doesn't love Joni Mitchell? Brandon, this is an old story already. It's a week old. The PGA Tour uh, merged with Live Golf, uh, run by the Saudis. You had the the, the president of the uh, PGA Tour, Jay Mornhan, talking about last year when Liv came, about how disrespectful this was to 9-11 families. And what does he do? He merges with them. So Brandon to the PGA Tour. Love this one. Brandon for Cheez-It. Cheez-It-themed rest stops open in California for a limited time. A summer, as summer vacation season nears, many Californians are planning to hit the road, and Cheez-It is inviting travelers to visit a unique rest stop experience in Joshua Tree. The company has has, tra- has transformed the one location, this rest stop location, the biggest, cheesiest road trip attraction to ever grace America's beloved highways and byways, according to the Cal Company owner of Cheez-It. For one week, those who visit the location can fuel up with the world's first and only Cheez-It pump designed to ch- pump Cheez-It bags into a vehicle. This is amazing. I'm going. The rest stop is located about 128 miles from Los Angeles and about 160 miles from San Diego. I am going. Guests can also buy Cheez-It-related memorabilia and how to find Cheez-It flavors at the connected stop. Uh, brand up for Pop-Tarts. You know, you can't do enough brand ups for Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts just released its most nostalgic product yet. All recipes. The summer, the Holy Grail of Pop-Tarts flavors, otherwise known as Frosted Strawberry, is going retro with limited edition throwback packaging that celebrates the band's, the brand's beginning. This is the beginning of all things Pop-Tarts. The Strawberry Pop-Tarts, you're going to have the, the retro packaging. Pop-Tarts are great. Pop-Tarts are America. A Pop-Tarts are who we are. And I love these nostalgic packages. God love it. And finally, brand down for the Supreme Court. They unanimously sided with Jack Daniels agreeing that the poop-themed dog toy violates trademarks. You know, I had this poop toy. It's a dog toy that looks exactly like a Jack Daniels bottle. Um, and basically, it it it's a unanimous decision by the highest court. Throws out a lower court's funding that bad Spaniels chew toy made by VIP products and full puns about the whiskey brand is not protected by the First Amendment. So there, there you go. They ruled against... These dog toys. Why can't you, you know, come on, Jack Daniels. It's actually good for you to have dog toys out there that replicate a Jack Daniels. Unless you want to go into the business, which we know you don't. Come on, let the dogs have their Jack Daniels dog toys. So brand down for Jack Daniels. Those are our brands of the week. Oh no, I got one more. This is amazing. Brand up for stuffed animals. This is amazing. 40% of adults still sleep with childhood stuffed animals. According to new data, 52% 52% of Americans grew up sleeping with a security blanket or stuffed animal, and 77% of those individuals, which amounts to 40% overall, admit they still do when sharing a bed with their partner. This is a data point that comes from a recent study of 2,000 U.S. adults for Serta Simmons beddings. 40% of adults sleeping with their childhood, or at least a facsimile of their childhood stuffed toy. Why not? Whatever gets you through the night, as they say, or the day. And those are our brands of the week, and that's our, our show for this week. Remember to tune in Thursday. For our big interview with BBC's Caddy Kay, my, my friend from Morning Joe, we're talking all things politics, all things Trump, all things Great Britain. 
Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anyplace else. Have a safe week, and we'll see you back here on Thursday. Thanks.